We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come. This, 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 this. Sports Radio, W-E-E-I. It's Christian Arkin. It's Megan Adelini. Happy Friday, Mego. Hey, what's going on? You know, looking forward to the weekend. First got a, snowstorm? I got a, yes. Uh, snow coming down right now. It's been snowing uh, pretty much all day. It's not sticking, really, which is how I, at least in Boston. It's sticking a little bit, but not on the roads. No, uh, hopefully not, because I got a big weekend planned. Oh, really? Going out to Springfield tomorrow. And uh, we'll you be gamble? Uh, well, I'd like to. I don't know how I don't know how much uh, I'll be able to, but I'll be out there uh, tomorrow with Bradford and everybody else. We're doing um, uh, big Red Sox uh, uh, program out there at MGM Springfield, and I'm very excited about it. Um, Going to meet a lot of people that I haven't met yet. Oh, it's a big so. winter weekend should be fun. Uh, yeah, a winter weekend out there, um, which is uh, very exciting. So I have that to look forward to. Um, but one thing I'm worried about, yeah, which is the same thing I was worried about the other night driving to the thing, is just sitting in traffic and you had to do that yesterday Dude. all right <sighs> what happened after i left here yesterday so if you you scooted out of here too. so i i like hightailed it out of here because i gotta go cover the celtics game a uh, huge game so i felt like i gotta keep it honest you know keep myself honest i gotta be there at the garden gotta go to the post game interviews everything if i'm gonna write off it i could just sit my ass at home on the couch mm-hmm. and write from the tv but i'm not like that so i gotta get out there holy crap what has happened to getting across the city like i understand it was kind of a perfect storm Yesterday, with the weather being as crappy as it was, and it's a Thursday night game, Mm -hmm. I had to leave here, so, you know, right before 6, I'm going from Brighton to the Garden. Yep. So, just scooting across the city. Yeah. I put it in the GPS, and a big fault of GPS with this, by the way. I'll get to that in a second. Put in the GPS is 32 minutes. Uh, eh, Seems kind of long, but whatever. Traffic. Get in my car. Get out there, and what starts happening, I'm probably six minutes into the drive. It's going pretty normally. There's little traffic, whatever, rush hour, games, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, recalculating. Oh, we found a new route for you. This is a better route. It'll save time. Because all of a sudden, there's 10 more minutes put on my original route, so they find me another route that's only nine minutes longer. That's the worst, when your GPS starts going up. Yeah, I and I'm, it didn't even go up. It was just like, hey, look, we've improved this for mm-hmm. you because it suddenly got really bad because we didn't know that somebody steroid themselves or something. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's kind of annoying. 42, 41 minutes to get there. That's pretty annoying, but whatever. I still got plenty of time. You know, I'll get there before 7. Driving along, driving along. It took me over an hour mm. to get from Brighton to the Garden. So then what happens? Okay, so my GPS has changed like three times. I'm trying three different apps, going from Google Maps to Apple Maps to Waze, because I'm like, maybe one of these will give me a different route that'll, maybe there's an accident somewhere. Nope. 
Nope, it's just people who don't know how to merge to get onto the freaking Longfellow Bridge. So I get across the bridge, and I'm like, okay. I get across the bridge, and I'm like, okay, I'm in Beacon Hill now. I'm going down by, like, the hospitals and everything. Mm -hmm. Nightmare zone over there. And then once you get to the garden area, as you well know, if you're there 90 minutes within game time, like, it might as well be the apocalypse. The way that people act around the garden. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing. You can't you're, drive. You're a prisoner You can't there. walk. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, and, and it was pouring rain, and the poor... I, I don't, I'm not going to say the word, but the poor guys who were trying to hawk t-shirts on their carts, like, I felt like I was in that new HBO show, The Last of Us. Like, it was a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I watched that last night, by the way. It's very good. It's very good. So I'm like, holy crap. I just got to, I just got to get into the garage. Mm -hmm. Get up to the garage. The garage is full. Obviously. Because at this point, it's seven o'clock. It's like 7.05. The tip off is 7.30. And I know that you like to get there for all the introductions. Everybody gets their number called out. They play all the girls dance and mm -hmm. they light the fireworks up on the court. If I can close my tab out in time, I do enjoy that. I'm yes. just like, I got to get in there in time to get my press pass. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, that garage is full. So I turn around, go uh, loop around towards like city winery. There's another, uh, there's another gar uh, garage over there. That one's full too. Mm -hmm. Now I'm panicking. North end garage? Because... Uh, it's it's like a different one. It's just a no. I'm saying, one. did you end up at North End Garage? No, because that's the one. I mean, that's, so yeah. At this point, I'm like, I don't know where to go. My GPS is recalculating. There's all the random lots everywhere, and I'm like, I can't risk it in there. Some of those are cash only. At this point, I don't have cash on me. I can't go to the ATM. People are running in front of my car. People are trying to sell T-shirts. There's a guy with this giant dog who's like wrangling his dog across the street in a Celtics jersey. And it's no joke. It's like 7.15. So, yeah, DMX has risen back from the dead. So I end up going over to the government center garage. And I try to go in. There's a door open by the government center garage. Mm -hmm. I try to bring my car in. And I get stopped. And there's freaking cops. And they're like, "What are you, you're in the wrong garage. And I'm like, what are you talking about? At this point, it's almost 7.20. Mm -hmm. Tip-off is at 7.30. I am like... I, I, there's nothing I hate more in the world than being late. You're stressed. So I am full panic. And I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? I start getting really bitchy. And I'm like, what are you, I'm just trying to get to the government center garage. This is the third garage that I've been to. I'm a, I'm like a half mile away from where I need to be. Tip off is in, they're like, it's fine. It's next door. <laughs> this is a cop garage. This is for oh, a Lower your for voice, ma'am. And I'm sitting there just like. <laughs> Over by Channel 7. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to loop <laughs> You went out. into the cop garage? All the cops. <laughs> All the cops are looking no, no, no. at me you want like. The next left. Like, what is like this? Get her dad to pick her up. Like, this is, what is she doing? <laughs> this child is very upset. Yeah. And so, somehow got her uh, father's car, yes. So I, I loop up into the garage. Of course, we're, at this point, we are like seven minutes from tip-off. Mm -hmm. So there's not a freaking space anywhere. And by the way, everyone else is running completely late for the game as well sure. because everyone is dealing with the same thing. I noticed when they tipped off, there were a ton of empty seats in there. Nobody could get Tons anywhere. Of empty seats, Nobody yeah. could get anywhere. So I'm looping around the parking garage. I end up in a weird space where there's like cones on a bunch of spaces, but it doesn't have a sign and there's Sounds no Sounds like you probably there. shouldn't have parked there. Yeah, but okay. so I parked there. <laughs> 
haul ass down the staircase. I'm like, man, I hope somebody doesn't, you know, kidnap me from this staircase because I saw that episode of The Sopranos and it was deeply disturbing. Oh, yeah, Something right. even worse happened in a staircase in a garage and I'll never not think about that when I'm mm-hmm. alone in a parking garage in the city. Get out on the street. It's pouring rain. I'm running down the street with my little backpack, puddles everywhere. Government center is completely under construction, right. that garage. So half of it is demolished. There's no sidewalks. So people are just walking in the middle of the road in the dark, pouring rain, stepping into puddles. I'm dropping F-bombs. Finally get to the game. Get into my seat at 728. Wow. They were just calling out Marcus Smart's name. Bravo. Hey, that's, I mean, that's no small thing. I can't believe you even came in today after all that. That is how you do it. Yeah. That is a pro. I thought you were going to tell me you got there midway through the first quarter or something. Nope, I was there for tip-off. You were there for the opening tip despite that whole ordeal. That is, listen, that is, that's a relatable story, especially on a night like that because you get, (laughs) you try and get in there and everybody, I mean. Your problems are my problems. There was no one, there was nobody in the game. If you look down, there was nobody in their seats when they tipped that game off. This was the hottest ticket in town last night. $150 tickets on the secondary market up in the 300s. And no one was there. I swear to God, it's like a real problem now. Like, this is not just, oh, we're complaining about the traffic. Like, it's an actual so, major problem in the city. Like, it just. You've got, you've been going to Celtics games forever. I have been. Yes. I covered the Celtics for years. So I kind of like, even in the playoffs, I feel like I usually know the rhythms of when to get to the garage, which garages are going to be open, like, which routes to take in order. And there's always construction. So you're always getting rerouted and everything. Right. So I get that. And the weather was awful last night. I have never, ever been in a situation like this. And I've been in a situation where I've been sitting in an Uber trying to get to the garden to cover a Celtics or a Bruins game. And I had to get out of the car Mm. and run to the arena to get there. Like I had to get out because I was like, this GPS says it's going to take 16 minutes to go, you know, 0.7 miles. I got to get out of the car. I'm better off just walking. And the Uber driver's like, you're crazy. And then I take off. Like I've, I've literally done that. I can remember it in my mind's eye right now. It was never like last night. Every part of the infrastructure of the city failed me last night. Even the cops who wouldn't let me park in the garage. <laughs> Fair enough. I understand. You probably pay for that garage. At the moment, I'm That's a sorry. Special garage, yeah. I'm sorry if if I encountered you. I did you I like wasn't, demand their badge numbers? I know I wasn't disrespectful, but <laughs> Do you I wasn't, know who I am. I wasn't disrespectful, but I wasn't respectful either, you know. You know, the in-between. You'll never walk the beat in this no, city again. I was just very stressed out. I was like, what do you mean? Where am I? I just want to get, I don't want to get to government center. And they were like, it's right next door. You're in the wrong driveway. And I was like, okay. I don't know. Maybe you should have left a little earlier then. Be a little more professional. I can't. This can is I tell my you, job. Can I tell oh, you yeah, the solution? This is my number one job. The solution to all your problems? You want to know what it is? You're not going to like it, but I'm going to tell you the solution I'm never to all driving, of your problems. I'm never driving to a game. Tell it doesn't have anything to do with driving anywhere. What is it? You pick up your dog. Uh, tell Mr. Who we're moving to the north end and you live there and you walk to the games. Can't do it. Yes, you can. Can't I'm telling you, it. it's be- it's better than where you live. I can't live in the north end. Yes, you can. It's People not that bad. I grew up there. It turned out great. <laughs> People knocking on liquor doors. Why don't you live there now? 
You love it so much. Because my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> okay. Why if it was it, up to me, I'd be there. Why doesn't your wife like if it? Because she says it's too small. It's uh, it's a little too, uh, you know, not not a it's lot of cramped. room there. It's yeah, cramped. but that's okay. It's, it's all right. It's extremely charming. You Don't come get me out wrong. and you Incredible go food. walk around the city. And if you go want to go to a game, you just walk out of your apartment. You go down the stairs. You walk to the game. That's it. You're there. Takes about 10 minutes. It's kind of expensive as well. It is. Like not he, like where you live is be... cheap either. It's like, what? Is it a uh, cheap part of the city now? You don't where I live is not as expensive as other parts of near where I live. I'll That's say true. that much. It depends. If you want like a nice place in the North End, it's going to cost ass load. <laughs> it's I mean, be, it's that's anywhere be very, in very, very expensive. That's anywhere true. in the, anyway. Uh, so I hope Michelle Wu is listening. <laughs> Mayor Michelle Wu. It was a very stressful time for me last night. No, no, no. Week. She's too worried about getting the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game here in 2026. Yeah, maybe they play, they'll I don't have know if you parking heard that. garages by then. They mentioned maybe that the on the broadcast. Will the government center parking garage be finished by then? Do you know how bad it was when I was leaving the game? How so I, bad I was, was it? I was leaving at like midnight after all the interviews and, you know, every, locker room and everything. And I was talking mm-hmm. to one of my friends who was also working in the game. And I was like, hey, I was like, oh, it's pouring rain. And now I got to walk over to government center. This is so annoying. And he goes, why don't you take the tea? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, take the tea. We're at North Station. You can take it over to Government Center. I was like, this is so ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I'm not it's taking time the, to take tea the tea to avoid. By the way, I don't even know if it was running at that point because they can't have a late night subway in the city for whatever reason. Anyway, they can't. Just, the subway's got lots of problems. I mean, it's not just that. Sounds like um, you had a great night. But yeah, at least. Uh, at least you got to watch a pretty good game as the Boston Celtics. The game, even though I was really happy that I went. Yeah. I was so happy. It was a great atmosphere. It was so much fun last night. The game was so ugly. Like, I, I feel like I could talk about this game for four hours, but I won't. Uh, it was super fun, and we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, what we saw in that game, the Celtics, how they were able to overcome some real uh, mind-boggling decisions down there at the end of regulation and also uh, towards the end of overtime to hang on and win this one a big win over a team that uh, has been their boogeyman for a while now and this was a uh, this was a statement victory for this Boston Celtics team we'll get to all of that we'll talk Bruins as well they had a nice win last night as we take you in to division weekend here sports radio weei here's Ryan Garvin with trending get Boston sports original on the go wherever you go just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it on WEEI. Oh, what a pass. Pull. Denied. Brogdon with a block. Tatum to Smart. Pull late to get back into the play. It's five on four. Finally back in it. And he gets the pick. Brown recovers. Plenty of time here. Tatum gets it with eight to shoot. Now he lets it fly. Jason Tatum hits a big three. Well, the Celtics had struggled from three most of the night, but here down the stretch in the fourth in overtime, they're knocking them in. That was the TNT call, Stan Van Gundy, and what was the other guy's name? Was it Brian Anderson? Brian Anderson. It's a name that's easy to forget because <laughs> it's Brian Anderson. Anyway, I'm Christian Arcan. That's Megan Ottolini. And uh, that was just a smattering of what you heard last night, or if you were watching the game, obviously, uh, on TNT there. The Celtics coming away with a 121-118 overtime win over the Golden State Warriors. Megan Ottolini saw every second of it because she got there before tip-off. And uh, I'll tell you what, miracle. not the prettiest game you've ever seen. The you were ugliest. expecting uh, the Celtics who have... Won a lot of pretty games this year, as you uh, wrote today, and this was not one of them. Uh, the Warriors 
and the Celtics both had a lot of trouble finding their offense. Uh, Jason Tatum ended up with a big stat line, but at the end of regulation, lost his mind like three straight possessions, which was tough to watch. Uh, You had other guys picking it up for him, though. Jalen Brown hitting that big three. Al Horford was a monster in this game. I think he was the best Celtic, Uh, but it was the type of game that – I don't know. I, I look at the Celtics this year and feel like they don't lose that often, but when they do, it's usually a game like this. It's usually a game where their shot's not dropping and uh, they're just getting bothered just enough on on defense that they can't quite run things the way they want to and they're not just you know hitting everything they throw up, which a lot of nights they are. Uh, what was your main takeaway from this game? This was the kind of game that they absolutely would have lost last season. Like as soon as, uh, as recently as last June you know, in the finals. It was so ugly in person. Al, to his credit, you know, as you mentioned, Al Horford came out of the gate just incredibly aggressive, very physical, uh, playing a kind of defense that we don't usually see from him in the regular season. And I think that indicated what a big game this is, the game this was for both teams, even though the Celtics won't say that. Warriors are a really bad road team. Yeah. Like, Awful road team. Still the Warriors. Still someone that it seems like you have a mental block against. I don't think they got over that hurdle last night because they barely made it into overtime. Tatum and Brown, That I wrote this down in my notes from the game last night. They were 5 for 24 with 4 minutes left in the third quarter Mm. shooting. They both could not hit the broadside of a barn. Like, it was just nothing was falling for them. Some of the shot choice was really head-scratching. Malcolm Brogdon, when he was in there, too, uh, when he was in kind of like the second half of the quarter lineups, uh, when he was getting subbed in, he was just jacking up everything and looked terrible to the point that it was like, it looked, he looked like Marcus Smart like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like when everybody was losing their mind with the shots that Smart was taking. I was like, there was a three-minute stretch where Brogdon was just heaving everything up every time he touched the ball. And I was like, what is he thinking? Like, did he have the most incredible shoot-around ever this morning? Like, this looks awful. He had, then, a, he had a bad night shooting. 5 of 15 for him. Um, not a great night shooting for Tatum. 9 of 27. I mean, that's both 33% there. And uh, Jalen Brown, 6 of 18. All three of them shot 33%. Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Steph Curry. That's his brother. Steph Curry uh, looked cool as always through the first half. Uh, there were a couple moments when he was matched up with Grant Williams and just looked like, I mean, Grant might as well have been cut out of cardboard. <laughs> because he was just stepping back like a foot and a half behind the three-point line. There was the second three-pointer that he shot over, that he uh, sank over Grant. He was like almost out of bounds. Mm. Like his foot was almost out of bounds. I was just like, he has no fear. That is not a good matchup there. Uh, They really didn't, uh, aside from Al and Rob Williams in the second quarter and a little bit of smart in the third, the team just was out of whack until the fourth quarter. And, you know, they picked it up the fourth quarter, All the credit to Jalen Brown because he kind of just muscled his way to the basket and got like put the team on his back in that fourth quarter because all we would be talking about today would be that pass from from uh, Jason Tatum that got picked off by uh, was it Poole or Wiggins? Wiggins. Oh, it was Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins ended up with it. Yeah. So that sloppy, stupid pass, like the recklessness that they played with, even when they when it was. 
absolute crunch time in the fourth quarter. It was so aggravating. But they pulled out the win. And I think that's where it's like nothing was falling for them. Tatum finished the night with 19 rebounds, which is uh, obviously a career high for him. So Tatum played out the entire second half. He played out all of overtime. He played a total of 48 minutes on the night. So I got to credit that because it was incredibly ugly. It was bad offensive basketball up until really the second half of the fourth quarter into overtime. But a year ago, seven months ago, eight months ago, whatever it is, they would have just lost that game. They absolutely would have just lost that game. And instead, they had to grind it out, make it really ugly, and they won. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people today say, well, don't get too excited about this, Sean. You know, don't get too excited about this game because in a seven-game series, the this doesn't prove that they could beat them in a seven-game series. To which I say, I don't think if they blew them out, that would have proven they can beat them in a seven-game series. Nothing that happens in a one uh, regular season game is going to prove that. The only thing that I think got proven here is what you just said, is that when their shot's not falling and when Tatum's turning the ball over at an alarming rate, had a bunch of turnovers in this game, and no one's really shooting all that well. And to be fair, in the Golden State side, other than Thompson, I didn't think anybody was really shooting that great either, even though Curry hit that cool half-court shot. The that logo was, shot was wild. <laughs> that was awesome. That was, I, I posted a photo. Like, ooh. Because uh, in real time, I was watching it happen, and I just, my eye, as it often does, went to Marcus Smart, and Smart's whole body just collapsed. <laughs> like, he just deflated, like, one of those things that, like, me on the dance floor, when I look yeah, like right. a thing at a used car. The inflatable wa- waving tube Like, it man, just, yeah. like, all the wind went out. And you went, Sorry Whoa. to disappoint you. <laughs> Which, fair. I mean, I would feel the same way if I yeah. just saw that happen. Thoughts and prayers for Lucky. <laughs> it was, like, on the edge of Lucky, too. It wasn't like it was right in the center of the logo. No, no. It was well behind. He was, he was back there. That and- little freak Steph Curry. When is he going to stop doing that? Oh, he could do that for the rest of his career. As long as his legs hold up, he could play for another 10 years using this style of basketball. It's infuriating to watch. Did, so you didn't get there for the warm-ups, obviously. But no, have you I seen, didn't. You've seen I his didn't warm-ups? Get to see, I, I saw where he, like, plenty shoots of from the, he shoots from like the hallway. <laughs> I was out in Golden State for the finals, okay? Uh-huh. I, saw, I saw him at practice. It was actually really fun to watch. I'm not going to pretend like I'm too cool. I took videos of it on my phone. You know who has like, the shortest shorts ever? Just quick aside. Um, Draymond? I don't know. No, no, no. In practice. I don't know if this is like a new thing that NBA players are doing. I think short shorts are back in. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Poole, he cuts his shorts. Like he cuts the hem super short Hmm. in practice. He's got booty shorts on. Then he wears these little Hispanic shorts underneath. I don't know. It was just an aside. Interesting. Just thinking about Warriors practice. Um, Uh, Yeah. So there you go. Um, I mean, just real quick. The other takeaway I would have is... I think back to the way that the Celtics got to the finals last spring and the, what they did in the finals. And we think about that cut from Draymond in his post game, the first game when the Celtics won the first game of the series, mm-hmm. and he was picking out the stats of Al Horford shot this many. He's like Derek White's not going to shoot like this yeah. again. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And yeah. at the time, we were all like, "That's so disrespectful." These guys have both been excellent role players through the entire playoffs. Is he paying attention? But he had a point because that's the way that series went. And even getting into that series, like Grant Williams sinking those threes over the Bucks, just not being guarded on in the corner office where he always shoots from. Mm-hmm. Those things aren't always easily replicated. But what they did last night, as freaking ugly as it was, that's effort that you can replicate. Like that's a mindset that Joe Missoula talked to that you can replicate. 
and you you may not want to because you want to play the pretty offensive basketball. You don't want to go to that place. Right. But now we know that they have that in them. Yeah. I sort of look at it like that. They weren't hitting their shots. They didn't take great care of the ball. Um, I didn't think they were spectacular on defense. I do think the Warriors missed a bunch of shots, but it's not because I felt like the Celtics were playing some uh, great defensive scheme on them. It seemed like a normal type of uh, you know game for them and for the Celtics defense. And by the way, that's another thing about the Celtics this year that people sort of gloss over when you talk about them and you talk about matchups like this one, is that this team defensively is not as good as last year's nope. team was. They just It's a different system. Williams has been out for most of the year. Like, you know, it's just it's not that same kind of team. It's not that same thing. What powers this team is their offense and their, and their outside shooting ability, and you didn't really see that on display much. And despite all of that, they still came away with a win. And I know, Golden State's bad on the road this year. Fine. Don't you think that's kind of fluky, though? Like, don't you think that's not being like the, bad on the road? That them being bad on the road isn't like some thing, like all of a sudden they forgot how to play outside of the Bay Area? Like, these are the Warriors. They're, they've are they won championships. They're like basically a dynasty right now. <clears throat> I don't think that they suddenly, this year, lost the ability to win on the on the road. I think that may just be sort of a fluky thing that's happening so far uh, in the season. I'm not I'm not going to attribute all that much to it. So I don't really – the fact that it took all that for the Celtics to beat them doesn't bother me, I guess. Like, I they're still, still the Warriors. I still feel that this Celtics team, even the way that they don't want to talk about the Warriors, they have a thing with the Warriors. They It's not, it's not even just about losing to them in the finals and the way that the finals went for the Celtics. I think that they still see the Warriors as the big brother. And like he's still like like the Warriors are still dunking their head in the pool a little bit. Yeah. Like little bit. it feels that way. It fit I don't know why. Like Tatum's numbers last night, and again, all the credit in the world for the endurance that he showed, playing that entire second half, not coming out. Uh, finding his shot in the fourth a little bit in overtime. Made all his free throws too. He had but a those lot of free turnovers, throws. my mm. God! Like between him and Marcus Smart, I it's it has to be a mental block for them. Tatum's numbers. He 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 had like thirty four last night, I believe. He was not shooting well no. for eighty percent of the game at least. And that's a real thing. 34 like, points on 27 thing. shots is not a great, it's a bad percentage. I mean, that's, you know, it, it looks good in the stat sheet, obviously. But yeah, towards the end of that, uh, of the regulation, I thought Tatum's ball handling and just, you know, taking care of it was, was He's horrible. He reckless. He was reckless. Marcus Smart at the end of overtime was throwing passes like right under the rim. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what's wrong with you? Why are you? Why would you do that right now in a press? Like, Marcus break Smart, the press. Marcus Smart. The Boston Celtics. You saw like all five of them on it like one side silly. of the court in the press, and it's like they're pressing you. Go and spread the floor. Get out of there. And I'm it's Steve like Nash now. These <laughs> right. guys, these guys are not. You know, they're not nineteen anymore. They're not twenty anymore. They they know this team. They know this Warriors team so well. Why are you doing that? It's weird. It's it's a mental thing. Yeah. It is absolutely a. I don't know what to call it because it's not like a rivalry. I don't think they're afraid of the Warriors. But it is a mental block, definitely, that Jason Tatum has against the Warriors. It's like Look he, at his numbers. He wants to be too cool. Like, I think he gets – it's a big game. I, I think it's it is, It's a big game too. for them. I mean, think about it. Like, Tatum's been in the league for a few years now, but the, the Golden State Warriors have been doing this for almost 10 years. Yeah. Like, you you grew up, you know, and I mean, especially high school and college, you're watching Klay Thompson, you're watching Steph Curry, and it's almost like – 
he feels like he belongs there, but he doesn't really know how to express it on the floor, even though he is a, he's an MVP candidate. But it's almost like this, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, those guys, I'm not worried about them. Are they looking at me? Are they watching me right now? It's like he's trying to impress them almost while you know publicly saying, ah, it's no big deal. It's just another regular I don't season know. game. I, I You're feel, right, though. It's strange. I feel that he, he's, first of all, he's definitely like, he's really holding on to the finals loss. He talks about it like it's like a death in the family. It's like, yeah. I feel like the further he gets away from it, the worse it feels for him. Maybe, the way that he talks about it. The way he talks about it now, he talks about it like this was just any other game and that they weren't even, you know, oh, he no, lost but when in the he finals talks about the big finals, deal. Like even last night, he's like, we got to move on from that. It's the fun. Because we won tonight doesn't yeah. mean we get here's, to go uh, back here's to the Tatum. finals. Here's Tatum from last night. It's a Thursday and we playing against a really good team. You know, reach, rematch of the finals, anything like that. Um, not make it bigger than anything it is. It's one game. They all count as one. And I think we learned from that early in December playing against them and, um, you know, just came out a little bit more relaxed today. Uh, maybe a little too relaxed. They didn't look, he didn't look relaxed. And yeah, what he's saying and what happened on the floor. With Tatum, like, I can't, I can't get mad at him. I can't get mad at him today because he did everything that he could outside of shooting. And for whatever reason, Joe Missoula, like, can't get it in these guys' heads to take care of the ball, we might just have to accept that this is part of the Celtics team. That these turnovers among Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, they are going to cough the ball up, they're going to throw a stupid pass, and they're sometimes going to dribble off their feet, or they're going to have two travel calls, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Like, that is... It might just get stupid like that sometimes. It might. Um, I'll tell you this. Joe Missoula did not go deep into his bench last night. Only four deep and not a lot of minutes for those guys outside of Brogdon. Cornette played eight minutes. Grant played 13. Derek Light played 17. And uh, 36 for Brogdon, and that was it. You had your starters out there most of the game. It was treated like an important game. The Celtics treated this like it was an important game. Missoula did. And Jalen uh, Jason Tatum, I agree, didn't shoot well. But a, a final line of 34-19-6 and three steals, like that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big that's time game. Yeah, that's a big though. time like, performance. I can't, I can't get mad at Jason Tatum yeah. because he left it all out there. But what is the mental thing? Like, what is the shooting thing? Unless we talked so much at the end of last season during the playoffs about him, oh, he's got to have a shoulder injury because right. the shooting's so off in these finals. Like, it's not showing up. It's not making sense. Never heard anything about that. True. Again, I'm not mad at the guy. They've proven that where they would have lost this game last spring, they won last night. Yeah. They took it into overtime. Thank you, Jalen Brown, for saving their butts. That was a huge shot. Huge shot. Huge shot for him, and he didn't. He wasn't shooting well last night either. Here's a little bit more on Tatum, uh, from Tatum on this game. You know, just trying to put the pass behind us, right? Tip our hat off to them. They won the championship. They beat us. You know, all those things. Uh, it's a new season, right? There's nothing we could do about that. This win doesn't avenge <laughs> last playoffs, uh, and a loss wouldn't have made it any worse, right? It's just it's a regular season game. You know, we've played them twice now, and if we see him later down the road, you know, we see him. Uh, it's a good team win from the aspect that we're just figuring it out. Um, but now, you know, just move on to the next one. All right, there you go. That's Jason Tatum. We'll get to your phone call, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. I'll just I'll say this before we get to him, is that there's games like this, and when the Celtics were teetering in last year, at the beginning of last year, when they were a 500 team like the Warriors are now, 
if they won a game like this, sort of won it ugly, and you looked at it and had all these problems and you could pick things apart, that's fine. That's one thing. When they're dominating like they are this year and they have an ugly win like this, chalk it up. I'm sorry. That's all I can do. I chalk it up. If they go into a, into a skid, we'll rip them. I mean, listen, I have no problem. I did, when they lost five out of six, I was ripping them up and down. I, I didn't like what I was seeing there. But it's hard to argue with what you're seeing now. Even an ugly win like that one last night, they were able to win in spite of all that. That's what good teams do. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Let's go to the phones and talk to, let's uh, do Steve in the truck, who has a thought on the game last night. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Steve. But listen, Mego, the sky's not falling, okay? You know why they played the way they played last night? Because they're tight. It's like beating your big brother. Yeah, there's things that are going to happen. You've got to understand something, too. Robert Williams had nine offensive rebounds in that game. He kept them alive, too. Don't forget him and his contribution. He may not have scored a lot, but he, he got the offensive rebounds and you get the extra shots. And I know they threw the ball away a lot, but you know what? They did that last year, too. That was a big problem last year in the finals was all the turnovers in both of those series. So it's going to happen with a team like that because, you know, a lot of these guys now, they play the nice, the cute basketball. It's not like it was years ago, you know. It's all the between-the-leg stuff, and then you want to make the want to make the, uh, the, the highlight reel pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, thanks for the call, Steve. Yeah, Rob Williams was excellent, particularly in the second quarter. Yeah. And that's why I take a lot away from last night compared to the game December 10th because you had both your bigs in. You yep. had Al Horford. You had Rob Williams. It was way more indicative, I think, of how a playoff game between these teams would go. Um, at the same time, like, you said it right there. Tatum's doing the same stuff that he did in the finals. It's true. And again, can't get mad at the guy. Like, can't get mad at him. He did everything. It's just... Gotta get over this mental block. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Finish the night with an excellent stat line. Again, career-high rebounds. Was hustling his ass off all over the court. Can't knock that at all. I'm sure he would say the same thing about himself. I'm pretty sure he did. Like, the shots weren't there for whatever reason. I don't think it was even the Warriors' defense. No, I don't think so either. And I know Wiggins was playing, and Wiggins gave him all that trouble in the uh, in the finals, to be sure. But the difference between Tatum last night and Tatum in the finals is he willed his way to the basket. He got to the free throw line. Uh, you know, twelve for twelve, I think, from the from the line there. He was he was imposing his will more than uh, than he did in that in that uh, final series. In the final series, it seemed like he was just kind of reacting to what was happening to him, and uh, he sort of took control of things last night. Even though, admittedly, you're right, a shot wasn't falling, and uh, yeah. Uh, slippery fingers on that basketball to to be sure at the end. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. We've got full phone lines. We'll get to all your Celtics calls next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Broadcast last night, Christian Arkin, Megan Adelini here, Sports Radio, WEEI. We're Boston Sports Original. Thanks for tuning in. Get to your phone calls in just a moment. Also want to say in about 45 minutes, we'll be joined by Jared Weiss at The Athletic. Uh, looking forward to getting his take on the game last night and the Celtics in general lately. Not much to critique, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Same with the Bruins. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, in the meantime, uh, I agree with Charles. I think that he's right about not all these uh, games being... Created uh, equal. Created equal. I think that's true. But with the Celtics now, I mean, Golden State's the last the last boss, you know? You've beaten everybody else. You've kind of vanquished, I feel like. Brooklyn, yeah. forget it. Milwaukee, forget it. I know, uh, but Milwaukee, Miami, I don't, Milwaukee you know, I'm not... does have the little, I don't, the little mark, I can't say the word. A- asterisk. asterisk. <laughs> oh, right. Sure, yes. The little, the little mark. Star mark. The little mark. The little mark. Because they didn't have Chris Middleton. That's true. They and I think they're a different team now. Um, but um, the Celtics beat them this year too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't yeah. fear them. I'm not super scared of the Bucks. I'm not really that scared of the Heat or the Cavs or any of the other teams in the Eastern Conference. The only team I'm kind of still scared of, and I think that they're still scared of it all, is Golden State. And they were able to they were able to overcome that. They were Steph able to overcome Jordan Poole. One- <laughs> Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Uh, real quick. In his short shorts. Because I'm getting a lot of alerts. People are people are really tapped into infrastructure Twitter. Uh, Jalen Brown tweeted 20 minutes ago. Don't know if he was listening to the show. Probably not. He said... Probably was. He said, it took almost two hours to get to the game yesterday. I live 15 minutes away. Boston traffic was so bad, I'm still traumatized and felt the need to tweet this, LOL. Jalen Jalen felt my pain. By the way, apparently Steve Kerr was late for his pregame press conference. Like, coaches always talk pregame. Mm-hmm. He was late. He was like 15 minutes late because of the traffic. Makes sense. Look what you're doing. Look what you're doing, Boston. Is that really the reputation you want to get out there? Oh, yeah, because Boston had a great reputation with traffic before <laughs> this. It's a traffic reputation. Can I just say, yeah, I'd, I'd also, that's true, too. I'd also just like to say, for a lot of people, you know, newcomers to the city, and Jalen Brown's not really new to the city, but, like, for a lot of people, these last two years with COVID, there's been no traffic. That so was, now that was nice. it comes, like, crashing back down on everyone, and you realize, oh, right, this is how it was. I learned to drive during the big dig. So, like, that was the worst traffic I've ever seen in my Huge life. Brag. I mean, really, really bad. It's not really bragging. It's just I'm old. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was how it is. 
it, that's what I remember. You know, that's sort of how I picture driving in the city. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be easy to get across town, and uh, people are realizing that now. To the people on the text line who are like, "Hey, princess, take the tea." Yeah, I wish I could. There's not a tea station over here. Another issue True. with infrastructure. This is infrastructure corner. There's no tea station near our radio station. Nope, not unless you go out to Com Ave and wait on the uh, on the BC line yeah, there. Rail. Again, and again, I there's no tea station, so I have to drive from my home in the city to get here, and then I had to drive over to do my other part of my job at TD Garden. And those of you who are saying you had to go to the Warriors game for free, I was working. I was very happy to be there once I was there. Working my Getting nerves. There. Working well. there. Uh, 617-779-7937 is your phone number. Let's go to the phones. Josh is in Rhode Island. He's been waiting patiently. Josh, go ahead. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. Uh, so I just wanted to talk today about uh, what I think is a better way of evaluating MVP. Um, this isn't specifically for Tatum or anything like that because, honestly, his like desire to win an MVP is somewhat frustrating to me. Okay. Um, so what is it, Josh? In any case, so – uh, you know, I've heard, like, you know, best player on the best team or the player that means the most to their team. But I think that if you ask the question of, if I were to make a team for one year and I had the first overall pick, who would I take? Okay, thanks I for the like call. I Josh, thank you. Pick. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call and uh, thanks for the theory. Um, I don't know. If it, that's That's a way of looking at it, I suppose. I feel like the MVP discussion is one that's not really going to go anywhere, all right? I mean, it's not really it, – it's not going to change up that much. They're still going to go by the same – sort of thinking that they always have. And right now, Jalen Brown, excuse me, Jason Tatum is the best player on the best team. And his numbers are right up there with the other uh with the other guys that are in consideration. Luka Doncic has better numbers and Jokic has better numbers and Jokic is on the best team in the Western Conference. So, you know, it's going to it's going to be some sort of combination of those two things like it always is I, you can uh, tell about you know ways you'd like to see it but nba.com just uploaded their uh or updated ladder. their ladder 53 minutes ago number one still nikola Jokic, but climbing up who was last week number three is jason tatum at number two okay there you very go. good uh he's past lucas so there it is uh let's go to chris in san francisco got a bunch of chris's on the line let's do chris in san francisco go ahead chris hey brother thank you very much for your show uh, even though I live in San Francisco, I cannot stand the Warriors. I really like hell for the Celtics last year to take these guys out. But Jason has done the same thing he did last year in the playoffs. He dribbles into Warrior traffic. The Warriors play defense with their hands, not their feet. They're always reaching and scratching at the basketball. I don't know why the Celtics do not have a point guard, Jonathan Brogdon, that can handle the basketball instead of six foot seven, Jason Tatum dribbling into three Warriors repeatedly. The end of the game, one-handed passes are inexcusable. This is Boston. We play basketball fundamentally for the whole 48 minutes. Uh, and uh, Smart threw a one-handed pass across court. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Coaches, don't you know what your players are going to do at the end of the game? Uh, Chris, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. They do have to tighten it up. You're right about that. They have to they have to tighten things up because that could have gone the other way and that should have been a more comfortable win than it was last night. I think we can we can agree with that. There's a way that Tatum drives to the basket where I think it becomes apparent whether he's trying to get to the line or actually trying to get the layup. Mm. And I feel like it's something that other people have caught on to, like be it the defenders that he's driving into or even the refs. And credit to him for trying to get to the line, but 
if it's not there, you don't have to force it every time, you know? And he's gotten better at that. I'm not saying they're playing ISO ball. And he had some really nice assists to, you know, Rob Williams last night with the little alley-oop lobs that he does. So I'm not saying it was like every time he had the ball, it was that. But, yeah, there is still some of that. There was. Um, There definitely was. And for Tatum, again, I mean... He may have been a little charged up for that game. He may have thought he had to do more than he needed to. He needed to do everything that he did because the shot wasn't falling. It, was, uh, it wasn't it was that kind of game where you just sort of roll the balls out and you're hitting everything and it's an easy win. He had to, he had to earn those points, uh, and he did. Um, let's try Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris in Boston. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's I up? agree with everything you guys are saying. Uh, Mego, it definitely is a mental thing. And Tatum, usually when you have a problem, the first step is admitting it, right? So him admitting it post-game, all right, I'm cool with that. But they definitely played tight, and the things that haunted them during the finals, like the turnovers, definitely came back. I don't know what it is, but when these guys play any other team, they drive to the hole. For some reason, that ball is close to the hip. But then with the Warriors, they're, like, out, like, two feet out. And if you look at the numbers, Curry and Tatum kind of canceled each other out, and it really came down to, like, the supporting cast. And it really showed that the Celtics have overall, like – like, they have more depth, and that's kind of what got them over it. But I think if they were to meet in the finals again, unless JB and Tatum clean that stuff up, it's going to be a problem. And Horford shouldn't be the one setting the tone in the first quarter. Like, Tatum, if they meet in the finals again, he needs to show that I'm the best player, I'm the alpha. Me and JB are going to set the tone for how this game is going to go. Thanks for the call, Chris. I don't care who sets the tone in the first yeah, quarter so long as to- someone does it. If the tone is set in the right way. <laughs> really doesn't matter to I me. Lo- I love the way that Al came out in that game. Yeah, Al came out and I thought did set a tone. He was, you know. <laughs> He was doing the too small thing on uh, Andre, or it was on somebody. I forget who he did it on, but yeah, he was uh, he was backing guys down. He was uh, he was getting mismatches down in the post, and he was exploiting them. And he had a great game. He really did. He was faked he the was, three from the top of the key, put it on the floor, and he yammed it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a good. It was definitely one of the better Al Horford games so far this year. Uh, how about yes? Oh no, I was just gonna say. Uh, it- I didn't realize we were going to go to another call. I do. I feel like there is still a lot of meat on the bone if we can do Celtics on the other side. I think I we can. We the break. I suppose we could. I There's, suppose we there could. There was a moment to open up Joe Missoula's press conference after the game last <laughs> night. Yes. I laugh. I I couldn't laugh there because it was kind of mean. It was so funny. I loved it. We got to get to it now. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll hear the uh, Joe Missoula press conference, and we'll get to more of your phone calls, Celtics-related calls, right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.